right, hold on. Here we go. Uh-huh. No homo. I say he's so sweet. I wanna lick the rapper. Um, I know a couple of y'all heard a lot last podcast, and y'all had a problem with my Lil Wayne take. Let me tell y'all something. Gavin can't wait till the podcast restarts so he can just take a shot at the audience. Let me tell y'all something. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even pick a good Lil Wayne song. Um. You, pop little song. you remember when you used to go to the club and you used to go to the club and you would you would know a song like all right this song is about to get everybody to the dance floor right so my boy shout out to jamar he had a thing where he was just like he knew all the songs the girls wanted to shake their ass to <laughs> so this song came on and all the, all of us get off the floor we like man whatever he was like no 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 let me go show y'all what they about to do he got behind a girl. I ain't never seen somebody twirl their hips so damn bad. Man, I miss college. Shout out to a and I did not go there, but I was there. Hold on. I hope you ain't just throw Jamar on the bus. Oh, yeah. He do got a girl. Jamar, uh, y'all don't know what Jamar I'm talking about, uh, but uh, yeah, shout out to Jamar. Jamar in California. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to him. <laughs> Nothing is funny than when you do get a girl and then you got to remember like, oh, shit. Uh, can't even talk about her. <laughs> Um, if you are listening, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Ah, this is my shit. Wayne, we miss you, man. Hold on, I'm about to find another Wayne song. So I can make my I can make my case. Come on, man. Come on. It's a major move right here, baby. It's a major move, Wayne. Let's get it. Now I know all y'all listening, all the ladies that like to think that you know we are misogynistic, I know y'all dancing this song. Cause this shit was a number one. This is the greatness of Irv Gotti. He took Lloyd and said, he had a thing. He was like, I'm not doing rap number ones. I'm doing number ones. Hold on, Wayne. Right off the back, man, the boy got dollars. A woman come frequent. Like, ain't no secret. I might holler, but I ain't gonna Fourth greatest rapper of all time, man. Fourth greatest rapper. He might be better than Pac. Unless you feel a little desperate. a text message, girl. Come on, man. If we do a versus right now between him and Snoop Dogg, who winning? Snoop Dogg. What? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Jeez. Wayne is going to... Let me tell y'all something. Only person I want to see Wayne go against, and we're going to do a podcast one day about versus. We're going to do an old head. Versus that we want. Yeah. Well, we should do definitely one we want, and then I want to challenge Mike to an old head versus new school. And I'm telling y'all, Snoop, Got 20 hits. We know that. We've yeah, seen it. We witnessed yeah. it. Yeah. Wayne got 20. I mean, I mean, that would be the discography. It'll be a good battle. It'll be a good battle. Absolutely. Good battle. I only want to see Wayne go against Drake. That's the only person I want to see, which I don't think it ever happened. Drake will wash anybody with his. I mean, you know, Drake would have to go against Ye. I mean, we just being honest. Yeah. It'd have to be a Drake versus Ye. Yeah. And then that's because they're going to go, which yeah. I, I really would love that battle because uh, Kanye would be able to do. Beats he's done, mm. and Drake could be able to go to the I've written this, yeah, and then shit is just go left, yeah. But they don't like each other. Uh, Swiss is over um, verses with Timlin, and Swiss and Drake don't like each other, so that shit is never gonna happen. I know a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, we want to." I didn't know Swiss and Drake didn't like. Oh one another. yeah, look, man, Swiss, Swiss needs to be very forgiven because he was forgiven. 
By who? His ex-wife? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the biggest part about me, uh, grace is you have to extend grace to others, man. So, Swiss, you got to grow up on that, bro. And then the sad part is, is like, versus needs Drake. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. And I know people are saying, like, do it really? Yes, because it, we're going to get to a point where um, you're going to run out of verses. I do think it's dope. You're going to have Dipset in the locks in Madison Square. Um, Not really... Not really feeling that. People in the South do not give a shit. I'm let I'm letting Swiss and them know. But when does New York ever care cared about anybody? Well, they don't have to. Because I mean, New York has what ten million people there. Sixteen. Yeah, Sixteen. Yeah, so. yeah bro. That's, that's five what. five million logins. So yeah. Yeah. So you good on that? And the crazy part is, uh, you know, you don't need the South, but nobody down here really gives a shit. But another part of it is like, what we gonna do after this? Who we gonna get? It's going you know, Dr. Dre said he wanna do verses and then the te- Teddy Riley and uh Babyface audio got messed up and Dre said, I'm good. <laughs> he said he literally and it was crazy because Timlin said You can't make a sound man like a sound man can't ever see that. Nah. Like Dre and Dre is a sound man. He was in the comments like I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. And then he hear like, wait, wait. You got Teddy, you got Babyface, hello, yeah. you there? <laughs> <laughs> and it, and the internet is forever, which is why we try to watch you know, we try to measure what we say here. We still get caught. We still, Absolutely. Like, that's, that's the, but that's well, the beauty of, you know, the vulnerability of the internet and come video. On, like, we man. misogynistic, man. No, we're that's not. I don't know. I don't know why people want to put that on us, man. Well, I was about to go in on somebody yesterday because I seen, uh, I was in this uh, Charlotte group and it was like, oh, men only want to settle down when they got ED. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I wanna, I've seen that going around. Man, I wanted to hop I, in there. I couldn't I, find that yeah, shit. I've seen that going around. Facebook know when they show you some shit and they, you refresh your page and you can't find that shit for nothing. Yeah, we, and that's the thing. That's that's not when men settle down. Men settle down with women who are extremely nice to them. Now, a man does have to be ready. Like That much yeah. is true. Like yeah. you, you, can't, you can't make a man ready. You know, and, and the flip side of this, right? You can't make a woman ready. You Absolutely know, and, and, not. and no one talks about that. Um, if you go to gosh, I, I think the website is called The Truth About Deception. Nope, nope, nope. That is a website. Go look okay. that one up. But no, go to <laughs> ifstudies.org. And, okay. And they did a study on um couples and infidelity in marriages. Mm. And from the ages of 18 to 29, mm-hmm. women out cheat men in mm. marriage. Mm. By ten percent. I got a comment. Yeah. Now, now I don't want everybody to go, like go and get pissed off at your significant <laughs> other right now, <laughs> because it's still a low rate. It was only it was only like ten percent and eleven percent, right? So okay. That, so so it's not it, so one in one out of ten. Yeah. Are, are cheating? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But women are out cheating men in marriage, right? We're not even talking about Jezebel. We're not even talking about regular relationships. Mm. We're talking about the ultimate. The, the thing that the thing that women will tell you they take more serious serious. They mean, that's, what they that's what they'll tell us but they're out they're out cheating men by 10 percent. now afterwards the numbers are skewed men men definitely out cheat women they out there for, for the rest of the rest of their <laughs> lives but you know i mean could could this be a, a chicken or the egg type you know mm. question right like are, are men being destroyed and then you know they never trust women again is that is that happening mm. there, believe it or not guys there's not a lot of research on infidelity and the reason why there's not a lot of research is because it's a taboo, even to this day, it's mm. a taboo issue. And men have just took the brunt of, you know, men yeah. are the cheaters. <laughs> you know, men don't give a damn about marriages. Like men have just taken on the brunt of that. But the truth is, when you start peeling back the layers, it's it, it's a joint effort. These men are not having sex with one woman. These nah, men are having, cracking. yeah. And if you go on Reddit right now, uh, it's a whole like slew. It's a whole thread of like women who only want married men. <laughs> 
I seen one chick on Reddit. She was like, yeah, you know, I have rules to it. He has to be married, but he can't have kids. She was like, I just believe kids are the, that's too much for me. And I was just, bro. Well, at least she has a line. Yeah, at least you, I love when, I love when people have a line on their stupidity. Hey, man, gotta have a code. You know what I'm saying? Gotta uh, have a code. I tell the story all the time. I was uh, in Augusta. I was on a photo shoot and uh, I left my wife. Oh, <laughs> Mike over here making a mess. Nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just grab it right quick. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, nothing's funny. I tell this story all the time. We in Augusta, and you got to be careful who your wife is around, what other women she's around, because they say stupid shit. Uh, and so I'm on this thing, and this woman is telling my wife uh, about how this dude she's messing with has a family, and he has, you know, he's married, he has kids, and then she was just like, you know, I'm, I love him, you know, I just don't know if it's too much, if he's going to continue to just be with her. Continue to be with? His wife and kids. She was like, I just don't know how much longer I can do this. And she was like, and then she just kept saying, we haven't had sex yet, and I know we're there, but I just need to know if he's going to commit to me. And I was just it, listening so, to this. So she wanted to know if he's going to leave his wife. And like, kids, yeah. And kids. Yeah, to, to be, be with, with her. Come on, man. She had a kid and a deadbeat daddy on her side, too. It was great, man. It was a great experience to be there. Anyway, um, we got an interesting podcast today. Um, We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, the it, video is definitely interesting. Like, go on YouTube and watch this because I just spilled my drink yeah. while trying to check the audio on a clip that I wanted to play for our topic today. Oh, hold on. I got the thing. So you good. No, but that's the thing. I, I didn't want it to play now. I, I wanted to get you it need, in the right, in the right, right place. area. Yeah. So whenever it's ready, you just grab that. But, yeah, it, it, we're, um, we're good. We're good. What's going on with you, though? Before we do, I got to do a mental health check because I don't want Mike coming in here one day, screaming on me, fussing at me. It was like, nobody cares. So what what you think? This man just put Red Bull all over his head, too. No, that's the dry side. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything is good with you, though? Life is good? Man, life is life is good, man. You know, no complaints. And I, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I wouldn't, man, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go off on anyone. You know, like, <laughs> life is life. And one of the, one of the greatest things people can learn is, you know, how, how to love, how to have a fulfilling, mm. you know, tight relationship with yourself. Because there, there is no one that can make you happy. And, that, mm. and that's something that I see that I see happen all the time is that in, individuals want they want someone to come in and be like, yo, I'm sad. Can you make me happy? And that that's impossible. And once you really learn that in life, like once you really learn that your happiness is really based upon the effort that you're going to put into yourself, mm -hmm. you, you, you stop you stop assigning that responsibility to other people. Facts. You, you just stop. So for myself, you know, if anything ever gets, you know, I have an accountability group. Mm -hmm. And we probably need to talk about that on one of these podcasts, yeah. being that we are, you know, discussing, you know, issues and relationships and entrepreneurship. One of the things that that I found is that, you know, you got to have accountability partners, like people Absolutely. that, you know, when you're, when you like, man, you know, all right, I want to say this to this person, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I have, I have at least enough wherewithal to be like, well, let me, let me run this past somebody else first. Absolutely. And then that person tell you, be like, uh, yeah, man. If I was you, I'll leave out, you ain't the shit part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave out, you ain't shit, right? I, leave that out. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, you know, make sure you have a good tone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that helps. And then, absolutely. And if you don't have that much self-reflection, right? If you just have no clue what's going on with you. Cause like the big thing is now everybody now, is talking about trauma. Everybody mm -hmm. now is talking about, 
you know, are you mentally healthy and, and mm-hmm. are you in therapy? And everybody's lying. Yeah. <laughs> because the behaviors aren't changing. Like people that aren't changing. You know, because you know, once you once you actually take the time to look at yourself, the behavior will change. Mm. Like no one would ever change with somebody else, right? Like I like I as much as I like to pretend I would have changed for Rihanna at thirty two, <laughs> I, I, I mean I wouldn't have. I would I would have played along. She would have got my representative for as long as I could possibly have given it to her. But at some point, I would have became myself. Back to who you were. Yeah, you go. You go back to who you are. So when I I love when I see people make these if then statements. You know, mm. if you do this, then I'll do this. It's like it's a logical fallacy just even in the statement. I just want people. Uh, if you need therapy, I, I I strongly encourage you to go. Strongly encourage therapy. I, I'm definitely not anti therapy. I'm anti everyone pretending they're in therapy. What I'm what that and I'm anti. You going one time thinking you good. I get tired of seeing people, men and women, who hop on and say, hey, you know, I went to go see uh, my therapist. And I'm like, cool, when is your next appointment? Well, I went to two times that my job allowed me to go, right? Or I went to three times or whatever, and now I just, you know, I'm good. And I'm like, I figured it out. And it's like, no, you didn't. Like, you know, sometimes you need to invest in that. If we can find the money to go out, we can find the money to, you know, to eat out, to drink out, to smoke out, whatever your advice is. You can need to save up that time and that energy to say, hey, let me go to therapy, you know, every other week, once a month. Um, I remember I met a young lady. She was older, actually. And I just picked her up and I was like, where are you going? It was a Saturday morning. She was like, I'm going to therapy. And I was like, OK, cool. She was like, I don't know why I'm going. She was like, and the reason why I don't know, she said I had an issue years ago. She was like, but I just realized how much calmer I am in life. That she was like, my therapist was like, I think you're in a good place. And she was like, I just want to keep coming. Yeah. Because I just noticed where it puts me for the rest of the week. And she was like, I'll be at work ready to cuss somebody the fuck out. And I'm like, just got to make it to my therapist on Saturday. And she was like, you know, I, I want to yeah. cuss my husband out. I just got to make it to my therapist. And so it's one of those things you do need to invest in yourself. And, so. and, 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 and it is an accountability partner. And, and, mm-hmm. here, and here's the thing. You you know when you get better, right? Like Absolutely. There, there was time. There, <laughs> There, there was someone that I would get into it with pretty often. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and I just noticed that it gets shorter and that period gets shorter. So, mm-hmm. like, now I can catch it, right? Like, mm. be like you know, instead of having an argument, I'll be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm let, good. I'm going to let it simmer down. Absolutely. And then I'm going to respond in kind. Like, I'm going to respond in love. And when you get to that point, that that's, that's to change you because you're no longer interested. Like, we live in a... Let me tell you to fuck off society, right? Like Absolutely. that, we, we love that shit. Absolutely. Like somebody messed up my order. I, I remember, I remember <laughs> dating this girl one time, and we. This is years ago, so I don't know. I don't want, I don't want anybody watching this trying to figure out if it was them. <laughs> but we went through like a drive-through, man, and like you know, they left the left the sauce out of the, of the nuggets, and it's the thing that always happened in the drive-through. Absolutely, and I always forget to ask for the sauce. Absolutely, and like she was like, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna go back and tell them they have to give me my food for free." And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I mean, they messed up my order. I got to come back. They're going to have to give me my food for free. I was like, for sauce. I I was like, you're literally about to go into a place, ask for the manager, for some teenager that really don't want, they really would rather be out with their friends right now. But they're in there working for $7.25 an hour. Absolutely. So they could go out next Friday. I said, you're really about to go in there and rip into a teenager Ask for their manager who doesn't want to be there at all because they babysit. <laughs> yeah, because they babysit <laughs> a bunch of teenagers and tell them that you want your food for free. 
because a human being forgot the sauce. Nothing's better than when you with a chick and then you realize like I can never take her out again. So we <laughs> we did not go back for the sauce. Yeah. But guess who was mad at me for the rest of the night? Her. Yes. You gotta catch a stray. Yeah, and I got barbecue sauce in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're really arg- this is really an argument over nothing. Wait, you you chill your condiments? Some of them, yeah. I can't take Mike serious, man. All right, man, we got to start this podcast, man. <laughs> That's an old head thing. The new people, we uh, like it all room temperature. Yeah. Everything. We want our water room temperature. We want our uh, sauce room temperature. I'm with y'all. It only gets refrigerated after opening, and it's not on hot food. Y'all kids are stupid. See, man, that's how we go. All right, man, what we got to talk about today? Do we start with Stephen A. Smith apologizing half-assed to black folks or to the Nigerians, or should we go to critical race theory, or what we going to do? No, you know what? Let's go ahead and start on Stephen A. Smith, who he never wastes any opportunity to not show that he is a paid-for-by-his-company man. Like, he actually, he He said it. Stephen A. had a tweet <laughs> or a Facebook post. Let me find that, that shit. That was so, it was so jarring Bro. for me to read a grown man posting this shit that like, I actually had to, like I, like, I saw the post and I was like, man, this has to be a this fake post. This has to be a joke. Like, this has to be a fake post. This has to be somebody that's just, like, pretending to be Stephen A. Smith. Then Bro. I go to his page and it's like, nope, this is Stephen A. Smith. Bro, his tweet was, hold on, let me find it exactly. Damn it. Basically, his line was, how do I make my every day I go to work? I figure out how do I make my boss more money? Yeah. And then how do I get some of it? This, this, and how I get some of it. This grown ass man. Right. I, he's not poor. No. Stephen A. Smith makes a lot. Stephen A. Smith has made enough money in the last seven, eight years. He should be a free man now. He makes between eight to twelve million dollars a year. And he's done that for like at least the last five to seven yeah. years. Stephen A. Smith should be a free man right now. He's the highest paid person at ESPN. And, and, and this is and this is something that we that, that I guess we definitely have to understand as men because when you work for somebody else and they cutting you a check, you're going to spend into that check. Absolutely. And, and I have to assume that Stephen A. Smith is spending into that check, right? Mm. Like he might make you know eight to eight million plus. You know, I'm assuming with like mm-hmm. all his extra stuff, maybe ten million dollars a year after taxes, his agent, and, and I guess his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He has to be spending it. Because, yeah. because even if you had half of that money left, right? Like if you if you made if you created a business that generated twenty five million dollars in income, okay, all right, you don't ever have to work again. Not only will you never have to work again, mm-hmm. your children will never have to work again mm. because that business is just going to keep things going. Whether it's yeah. a commercial park, yeah, a, a franchise, it's just going to keep going and going and going. But when you work for somebody and 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 you, they're paying you, right? yeah, they're handing you money. It's an allowance. Whenever you work for somebody, that that ideal of how to manage money is just totally different because you didn't work for it. Well, my here's my problem with Stephen A. Smith. First of all, here's my problem with ESPN. ESPN has went away from we have analysts, people that love the game, that study the game, that have worked in the business, um, and that's what they're doing to where we got to find personality or show showcase. We hire the best of the best of those people, and those people who we put on TV have the personality. Yeah. Um, ESPN top show um, end up being first take. Why? Because you have two polarizing personalities come together, yeah. right? Um, I don't know what they top show is now. But it's probably still first take. I couldn't say I, I don't watch ESPN. I don't. Me either. And I'm gonna tell y'all why I don't watch ESPN. ESPN is in the entertainment business, and while we knew that ten years ago, now they don't even try to hide it. Exactly. So why you have Will Kane, who is just a Republican? that loves telling us that he's a Republican and he claims that, hey, I follow baseball and football, 
Well, when he gets on TV, he does nothing but what? Complain about LeBron James. Yeah. Tell us Black Lives Matter is not real. Yep. He goes in. Okay, bro, you should just go on Fox. Yeah. You should go on Fox. And every episode, every time they approach you on the morning show, you should just talk about football for 30 seconds because that's what you're doing now. Um, when Stephen A. Smith was, we'll get to him in a little bit, but, you know, when Max says stuff that's out of, that's crazy. When Molly talks every five seconds on a TV show, um, you know, I love Jalen Rose, but when Bill Simmons got too cocky, they got yeah. him to fuck up out of yeah. there. Jamel Hill, when you got a little bit out of pocket, they got you to fuck out of there. So they're in the entertainment business, but if it becomes too entertaining, you got to go. Yes. So I bring all of that because Stephen A. Smith, who is the biggest entertainer over there, pay-wise, um, personality-wise, um, and let's let's get this. You said a lot about Stephen A. Smith, but I think we both can agree he's highly educated. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith is not an idiot. He's which, no which, dummy. Which is why when, when Stephen A. says something, you know it's intentional. Absolutely. You know, like like he's not he's not a dumb man. He's not a dumb man. Dumb man. So um, in baseball, if and excuse me if I don't have it all the way out there, um, Stephen A. Smith, there's a baseball player who requires a translator. Yeah. Um, has baseball usually had this issue? First of all, baseball... Um, it ain't the baseball that our grandparents used to watch, right? Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely it's a worldwide game. It's a worldwide game, and most of the stars is from somewhere else. Some somewhere else, yeah. and it's known. And 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 you know the whole thing was this isn't the first time they've they've needed to have a translator in baseball. Absolutely, we talk about um Otani that plays for the Angels. Absolutely, but even when I believe when Suzuki first came, he went to the Seattle Mariners. I'm almost certain that he had. A translator when he first got there. I don't think he needs one now. But Yao Ming had a translator yeah. when he first got the basketball. Exactly. Um, it's certain things. It's it's things that happens like that. If you go to a different country, like if we, if you was to pick me up and drop this podcast in Hong Kong, they gonna need a translator. I'm gonna need a translator. Like I'm gonna need, right. I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need someone that understands my English. Absolutely. And can translate it, you know, to and, Chinese. Absolutely. So it's very. So it was. It was ignorant to say. I think. I think he took a shot. I think he took a shot. Via a conversation that he was having before camera, absolutely, and I, I think he was rapidly reminded that he was an employee and not a free man. And so, what happened was, for those who I know, he gets on, um, he starts talking, and he said, "Hey, I think this is bad for baseball that your biggest star needs a translator, and uh, it looks, it just looks bad." But here's the thing: he never would say baseball needs more african-american players because that is the that is the problem with baseball right now mm -hmm. is that most african-americans in this country are playing football basketball absolutely for the most part so yeah he, but he would never he would never say that because never. he would never be willing to defend that on air which is why kwame brown went so hard on him right absolutely because kwame like the whole so the whole thing with kwame brown which we we, we didn't touch because we wasn't on air but kwame brown was the poster child of why kids needed to go to college absolutely so Stephen A. Smith, because ESPN had most of the college net networks contracts, absolutely went out and carried the water on behalf of the network, saying that hey, you need we need to force these kids to go to college. Remember mm -hmm. from Kwame Brown, he was the, I think he was the last high schooler that was drafted or near the last. Yeah, he was near. And then they went with the two year rule. Was Dwight Howard out to him? I want to say Dwight is before I feel him. Okay, but so Kwame Brown was like that last. He was like the say. last one, and because yeah. he because he was a quote unquote bust. Yeah, you know then it. Stephen A. took on that banner, right? Anybody could have took on that banner. Why Will Kane didn't take it on? Well, yeah, you know why? Yeah, because you yeah. know because it would have been a bad look. But Macon 
a a a, a grown ass black man attack a young ass black child. Absolutely. Kwame Brown was 18 years old. Absolutely. So and having him to attack him over and over and over again throughout his whole career, you know, trauma be damn right. Like we mm-hmm. always like to discuss trauma. <laughs> trauma for Kwame Brown be damn. Yeah. To have him attack him for that long, and then now for this grown man to be like, "Bro, why did you do that?" Yeah. And 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 then and then for you to double down on it because why? Because you you did what you were told to do. Absolutely. Because you were not a free man, and if you're not a free man, it's hard to be a free thinking man. And and look, I get it. Look, you're going to have to bust your ass on that job. Absolutely. But while you're busting your ass on that job, man, you have to be creating your own industry, your own way to generate income. So my problem with Stephen A is you say all of this about Otani and you don't, it don't even take you 24 hours to issue an apology. Yeah. And we know where that apology came from. Um, his we, boss. His boss. And we understand that we're in a community where um, – Things that are said about the Asian community, it ain't it ain't flying at all. Yeah. Um. Just with the climate, and it shouldn't. I mean, we shouldn't be out here, uh, targeting certain type of people. And we just saying it, and I don't think he was targeting Asian folks, but it came off that way. They got you up out of here. Well, and it was you know, and this is on the back on uh, stop Asian hate, right? Absolutely. So, so you know, it was bad timing. And so you time that, and the USA goes out there, plays basketball. Lose to the Nigerians, and you waste no time getting on TV and clowning these brothers about their names and them playing. And let me tell you why Stephen A. thought though he said the old tiny thing. You think it's because he had a previous conversation? He just continued the conversation. I, I, think, I, I think he continued the conversation off. But so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I I really believe that 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 the flack that he caught from from the Asians was so bad that he. I, I hate I hate to I hate to assume this, but I, I almost feel that he he went after the Nigerians to show that hey I'm balanced. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. I'm balanced. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this this wasn't this wasn't specific. Mm. And 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 that bothered me. That, okay. that that we again we use ourselves as sacrifice. Yeah. Because the Nigerian is, is himself. Most most of us, most African Americans in this in this country mm-hmm. are from the South. Yeah. Right. So if you're from Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, if that's or if that's where your people are from, mm-hmm. chances are you are heavily Nigerian. Absolutely. Ancestry. Yeah. Heavily. So the fact that he he'd be willing to, you know, verbally or 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 at least situationally lynch, you know, his heritage. Yeah. To 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 show balance instead of just saying. Hey, that was just a boneheaded mistake. I Absolutely. should not have said that about Otani, and and I'm definitely not going to throw my Nigerian brothers up under the bus. Yeah. to try to prove that you know, oh, that's that's just me. That's man. just me, and that's, that's what I, and that's what I was getting to. Yeah. Um, Stephen A. His personality makes him. Um, his personality. Stephen A. Is the highest paid person because of his personality on ESPN, in his so-called relationship. Well, he's, he's, he's polarizing, right? He so, is. And, and, and here's the thing. It doesn't matter. See, this is what people don't get. I really don't care if anyone disagrees with our podcast. Yeah. I need you to either press the like or dislike button. Absolutely. Like, lo- as long as you do that, <laughs> you can share this shit and be like, listen to these fucking idiots. This shit, this young ass motherfucker. Yeah, you could be like, this shit sucks. All right, that, I need you to do that, right? Yeah. You need your fucking haters. Do, companies pay hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for a consultant firm to come in and hate their whole fucking business. Absolutely. I hate your CEO. I hate your coffee maker. Your employees ain't shit. The AC sucks around here. 
Like, and they pay people a lot of money to Absolutely. come in and say, all right, these are all the places that we're bad. Yeah. That's what I, that's what your haters are for. Right? And, and if you're out here, I think we, I think we talked about this like two seasons ago. Mm -hmm. if, if you're out here in the real world, your haters are necessary. No Absolutely. one else is going to find that mistake. Absolutely. We talked about that. Yeah. People that love you, they're not going to find a mistake because they're going to look at it and be like, oh, that's nice. Gavin did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Mike did a good job. Your haters going to be like, oh, let me look at this shit line by motherfucking line. Yo, that motherfucker left a period off right there. Absolutely. Look at this stupid motherfucker. Look he ain't never go to college. <laughs> right. And then goes. they going to post that shit. Yep. And then you read that comment and then you be like, oh, shit. I did miss a period. Yeah. I did. So you can't be offended about it. Let's go back to the conversation last week, right? Mm -hmm. Without without offense, there's no thought. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yep. so they have that there has to be offense. There's gonna be someone that's gonna write something, you know, in our comments. We're gonna be like, well, damn, I don't think we did that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a moment and it's an opportunity to, to look at that, at that episode and say, all right, well, they didn't say it about episode two. They didn't yeah. say that about episode twenty-two. They specifically said Yo, this was y'all worst fucking episode. Y'all must have been high, right? All right, what did we do wrong? Did we not mm. prep right? Was the lights wrong? Was the sound wrong? There's always opportunities in hate. So, yeah. when, so when someone can't accept that, right? So when Stephen A can't accept what he did with, with Otani, well, he couldn't accept it like, man, I just made a mistake. Yep. That's a reflection of you as a man. Mm. And that and, and that's and we we're not here we're not here for those weak men. Yeah. We're we're here for men that's that's gonna be willing to actually go up the mountain. And break down walls and break down barriers. Absolutely. Whole men. Whole men. All right, man. What else we got, man? Who we about to talk about? I don't know, man. Stephen A put us on one right there, yeah. man. I, I, th <laughs> I, th I, th I think that shit been simmering. <laughs> Bro, he just get on my nerves, man, sometimes. And I, the sad part is, is like, I really respect what he does in his growth. It was just like, everything can't be for shits well, and mean, giggles. We, we have to fuck with you for you, for, for, yeah, for you, for you to, to get there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when the coaches say, all right, we're going to get behind you, we make it pop. We make it popular. Absolutely. And so, you know, like, like, look, Timberlands was a work boot. Absolutely. All right. Some dude threw on a pair of Timberlands. Yep. Some, some, one, some chick was like, oh, my God, they look so good on you. Yep. Other men heard that. Start wearing Timberlands. Start wearing Timberlands, man. To the club. You know what I'm saying? And then Timberland became a brand. Yep. You know, same thing with, with, with most of the time with these alcohols and these liquors, right? Yep. The culture is what makes it popping. Absolutely. Once the culture says it's cool, then everybody else piles in. Now we we're, yep. we're not the biggest we're not the biggest spenders. Like, don't don't let anybody fool you that Timberlands are, are just worn by black people. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely not. That's absolutely. the stereotype though. Absolutely. But but no, but it's like, but what what made it popular? Mm. You know, it comes from the culture. Absolutely. So, you know, all right. What what's next? All right. Hey, um, COVID is going back up. I know like half y'all motherfuckers watching this <laughs> shit ain't vaccinated. I need y'all to take y'all nasty fucking ass. First, go wash your hands. Cause it ain't no fucking <laughs> way that if you ain't got the vaccines, you wash your hands all the time. So one, I want you to start making sure you wash your hands all the time. You Absolutely. go you go use the bathroom, wash your hands. Please wash your hands. Now, after you wash your hands. I need y'all to take y'all nasty asses down to your clinics, yep. your doctor's offices, CVA. and get these fucking COVID vaccinations, guy. This look, man, this shit ain't nothing to fucking play with. Ninety nine point ninety nine percent of every person that have died for COVID in the last six months has been unvaccinated. All right, go get vaccinated now. The reason why we bring this up is one, COVID is going up. Yep, in Charlotte, 
Yeah. It, 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 it dropped below 100. I checked it yesterday. It was over 400. It was over four. So it's coming back. And the second thing is France, which is a which is more of a socialist, but they're also more modernistic than, than us. Um, the French president has said, this is, these are his statements. I no longer have any intention of sacrificing my life, my time, my freedom, and the adolescence of my daughters, as well as their right to study properly for those who refuse to be vaccinated. This mm. time you stay at home, not us. So he, so he is saying, we're about to shut everything back down. For all you unvaccinated motherfuckers. Y'all niggas is not about to get Henny. Now, that's not going to happen to the United States of America because nah. we will, as I read a quote, we will we will deal with COVID deaths the same way we deal with police brutality, gun sure. violence, <laughs> diabetes, yeah. you know, health, you know, heart issues. Every we, man for himself. We, exactly. Every man for himself. So, it, this won't happen in America. However, it could happen in some states. You could end up with vaccination passports. Uh, in France, they basically have said that if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to restaurants, cafes starting in August. You can't go to movies and museums starting today. Uh, no, excuse me, starting on the 21st. Well, no, that was two days ago. Mm-hmm. You, can't get on, you cannot get on airplanes and trains, and there will be no free COVID testing. They're not going to charge Damn. you $50, 50 euros, which is like $75 yeah. for a COVID test. Yeah. All right. So what you're going to see in America, which you probably will see, because this is the good thing about capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Because capitalism is, is to make things move. Yeah. I am pretty sure what you will see if COVID start going, like, going back up, mm-hmm. insurance is not going to cover it. Yeah. And if the government doesn't cover it, then they're going to start charging you $100 for these goddamn COVID tests. Yep. And what you're going to start wishing is your ass got vaccinated. Yeah, because then, hey, I want to go to this concert. Yep. Well, we need you to either come with your vaccination, vaccination card, card or, or a COVID test. A COVID test. And we, it ain't going to be no picture. We and, need to be able to scroll on that motherfucker. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like... What people don't understand is if if we can't get these goddamn vaccination numbers to like 70 plus percent, they are going to make money on these COVID tests. Mm. They're absolutely like these COVID tests going to start being one hundred and fifty dollars. No, it, they'll be twenty five dollars, but yeah. it'll be a week turnaround. Yeah, yeah. You need that motherfucker the same day. Bruh. Yeah. Go ahead. And, go ahead. And drop two hundred. Go ahead. Go ahead. And drop you going 200. somewhere. You think, yeah. You, oh, you thought you was going to the concert. Thought you was going somewhere. Nope. Yeah. Anyway. So, hey. Everybody, just go 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 get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated, man. please. All right. Uh, let's see here. Couples gender reveal spark wildfire. <laughs> now I wrote this down because <laughs> I know y'all had a gender reveal. That y'all did not do anything stupid. Absolutely. But I not. did specifically ask, hey God, Evan, yeah, y'all doing like this any pyro? Because I just <laughs> need to know where the X's were just in case shit did catch on fire. But here's the thing, guys. All right. With these gender reveals, I know y'all like to get fancy with these things. Um Stop. And these these, these <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> stop getting fancy. So what happened is they they set off a fire. They set off uh, the, the wildfires in I want to say California. California. Um, a fireman died. Yep. They just got charged with involuntary manslaughter. Now this is on top of the fact that everything that gets damaged during this wildfire. You, look, your insurance is gonna drop your ass and make you pay they're, for it. They're going. They're they're going. They're going to have to pay for it. Now obviously you can't pay for it because this is millions of dollars in damage. Yeah. But it's I mean, they, but they're fucked for anything that they ever want to do for the rest Bro. of their life because of a gender reveal. Because of a gender reveal, like, stop, stop, stop doing these crazy wild gender reveals. I hope they don't stress themselves out and you know anything have any complications with the baby. But when your baby get here, they gonna look at you and say, "Was it worth it, Mom yeah. and Daddy?" And um, <laughs> you know, this is this is not directed to you who, okay. who's assumed to be father, but this is a question for you. You can answer it. <laughs> Should we combine the gender reveals in the baby showers? Absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely. Let me tell y'all something. 
If I could have, I would have did one little thing. Um, I still don't know why people don't do them both because the gifts are going to still be the same. Um, every mom that I take pictures of right now, um, if she's having a boy, most of them don't pick blue shit. Most of the moms that's having girls, they don't pick pink stuff. They do different colors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had one mom. She was like, I'm having a daughter. I said, do you want me to bring a pink thing? She said, no, you got anything yellow? I'm like, yeah, I can bring you some yellow stuff. Bro, I took pictures of a mom who having a boy was like, bring me yellow, bring me orange. So the thing is, when you make your list, you don't really care about colors and stuff. Yeah. So you might as well make them together. And one of the gifts to be like, hey, y'all, we doing this. or this is a gender reveal. Um, But people are really, really going out of, out of control with, you know, yo, this is the reveal. Um, for me, if it was up to me, if it was up to me, not up to my wife. Uh, if it was up to me, we would have did one big shebang. Had it done, got it over with, because um oh go to your phone. Yeah. Um, because this shit is annoying, bro. It's expensive. It's expensive. Here you can just plug it in there. So yeah. So shout out to everybody that's having these crazy ass gender reveals. I wish y'all nothing but the best. Hey, be um, careful. Be careful. So, be like me. Get a pinata and you pull the tab. You ain't even gotta hit the shit. You I told my wife that too. I was like, yo, I'm not hitting no damn pinata. She was like, nah. I'm giving you a pull tab and you pull that shit out and we fill it with paper. It was just problem. The only problem for us was like, yo, somebody find a broom for this shit. But other than that, all right, man. It was fun though. It was fun. I'm looking forward to the baby shower. That's going to be fun too. Um, We're going to have alcohol. We had alcohol at the last one. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I expect nothing less. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Mike got a video that's about to piss y'all off. Good luck. Um, no, we, 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 we're gonna play a clip, uh-oh. and then we're gonna have to try. We're gonna have to try to find the other clip because we didn't we didn't get the time down. Hey, but before we go there, there was a dad in Virginia that okay. dropped eighty thousand pennies on his estranged well not estranged ex wife and his daughter's yard. Eighty thousand pennies for his final child support payment. So they, and then they go and interview him, and he's like, you know, I was just just pent up frustration for eighteen years. Um, I didn't mean to push my daughter away further. Yeah. So yeah, so you got, so you got you got several things that's happening here, right? You got you got a final payment of eight hundred dollars that he's making, and he drops it off in pennies in front of, in front of the yard, which is gonna you know, which is to embarrass the the ex, which, who who, I'm, who I have no doubts is not nice to him, right? Absolutely, clearly not. So, which is why he's not nice to her. Where did you go to get that many pennies? I I, I have no clue because I don't see one bank just having it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, banks banks barely have cash at all. Like banks be like, yo, if you want to withdraw two grand, please, please call, call us. us in advance. Call us. You have to like for two. Like, come on, guys. See, so y'all just don't have no money there. Nope. At all. It's a shortage. Yeah. This is just just a, a scam. That was the worst lie ever. Told you <laughs> COVID. So, so anyway, what's so, your question with that? Well, you know, my, it's not even a question. It, it's how fucking immature is this as a man? And, Hella immature. And, and, and here's and, okay. And here's the problem. This this is what annoys me. Okay. Is that men like this? Okay. Get a say so. You know what I'm saying? Like like mm. a man a man that's this fucking petty gets a say so on what masculinity looks like. Mm. You you see what I'm saying? And, I got you. And this becomes the problem in our community. And it, and this guy, by the way, was not in our community. Absolutely. I can tell. I could, if you would have asked me, I would have told you he was. He was not in our but men like this get a say so. They get to say what masculinity looks like. And men that men who are measured, you never hear about them. Right, nah. like the man, the man who makes that final payment and still is taking care of his daughter, yeah. even if she's not speaking to him, yeah, because of the mom, he you you never hear about that man, because, it's just, because you never you never hear about good kings, right? 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We hear we hear about the shit bags. Absolutely. You know, you hear about the motherfuckers that fuck shit up, <laughs> destroy shit, lost everything. We hear about them, but if you were to say, like, man, like, gosh, who who was, I mean, we we live in an Anglo society. Mm-hmm. Who was the best king that 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 the English the English ever had? Mm. No one has a clue. No. But if you ask who was King Richard, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows, like, oh, Richard the Eighth that killed out eight of his wives and you know and, and wanted to get divorced. Like everyone knows the shit people. And it's it's the media. And, 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 and it's always the media, right? Because yeah. there wasn't no goddamn Instagram around for King Richard. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but but in history, we love we love to to really show people that are worse than us because it makes us feel better. Right, because if you sh- if we constantly talk about people who are better than us, mm-hmm. now now we have to be better, right? If, if we if we say that this is the standard, and, 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 and because everybody, even though we're not honest with ourselves, we're a little bit honest with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, could we just ignore the shit that's good? <laughs> Bruh got off eight hundred and seventy dollars in pennies, and you know what's so sad? Your daughter gonna she gonna remember that shit forever. Niggas, it's on the internet. It's forever. Bruh. It's forever, man. And, and like, how how like how do you come back from that? Absolutely. Well, you don't. And that's why I be looking at y'all crazy, you ladies who went out there and got OnlyFans. Like, your son ain't going to see that shit in seven years when he get to the second grade. But whatever. <laughs> it's not It's not important. I, you know, my son would not be showing y'all, your son, his mom's OnlyFans. That's a whole nother subject. All right, man. Let's, let's hit this video. All right. Let's play the clip, man. Let's play the clip. You go in the comment section on Instagram or YouTube and there are non-black women and they're talking about, wow, it's really sad to hear so many men just saying they want a woman to be nice. All right. So that right there is, you know, the infamous. The infamous. Or famous. Yes. Kevin Samuel. The greatest. Who I find yeah. quite entertaining. He is the funniest dude it, on it, Like, Like, I... Like, <laughs> Look, here's the thing, though. I'm going I'm to be honest. If you're a man and you, like, watch Kevin Samuels, like, religiously, Kevin Samuels religiously. You toxic. You toxic. As fuck. You're, you're, you're 100% toxic. Like, you're, 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 you're not, as Kevin would say, a high-value man. And I, I don't use those terms. Um, <laughs> but, it, yeah, if you watch Kevin all the time, you are toxic. Toxic. But he is, he is hilarious, man. And what, just what I love about Kevin. I'm going to tell you what I love, Matthew. Go ahead. Is that Kevin is sassy. <laughs> he's sassy man like because because men don't have that kind of energy to go back and forth with people all the fucking time you absolutely. know what i'm saying a, a man looks for solutions absolutely all right and then and, and, and then when he's not looking for a solution he's just he's looking to listen right absolutely because that's part of the compassion and care that men should have but kevin is sassy man Let- he, go, <laughs> he goes back and forth and here's the thing when i say kevin is sassy i'm not making the accusation that this lady is about to make about Kevin. Yeah, that we're going to play because I had a question after after we played. Okay, her. I actually have a question. My thing about Kevin before we play that, my favorite part about Kevin Samuels is simple. Um, black women, y'all are being used, and y'all could get rid of Kevin Samuels tomorrow if y'all just stop talking to him. Um, the reason why I say that is Kevin Samuels. Has a marketing sales background, sales and marketing background. Let me tell you what that means. He understands target audience. He understands how to attract them. He knows how to sell to those individuals. He knows how to milk them for everything. Kevin Samuels 
has made a career off of telling folks, I want a community where men can talk freely and talk amongst themselves. However, he understands his target audience is black women. Yes, and and that and that is the and thing. He targets y'all he, yes, every like, like fucking that, week. That is is like our audience, you know, is black men in, in you know relationships, whether it's marriage, fatherhood, uh-huh. divorce, but understanding you know that, that intersectionality of you know creating a space where men can discuss you know who, how do I how do I make friends, mm-hmm. how I should be as a man. You know, this fatherhood shit is hard as fuck. Yeah. You know, there's no right answers. There's literally no yeah. right answers in parenting. None. Like, what worked yesterday could absolutely not work today. Kids absolutely. are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really, like, what they like today, they don't like tomorrow. They, they're the most interesting creatures on the planet. And, and the only thing that makes fatherhood, like, manageable for me is that I remember so much of my childhood. Mm. So so there's so much of, of my son that I see, and I was like, you know what? This is sort of how I would have wanted it to yeah you know work to go you know what i'm saying this is sort of how i want it to go so I, like i i have so much latitude with him just because i remember so much of my childhood yeah but i but i talk to, to parents all the time men and women and they they don't remember their childhood mm. they're they're like out here raising their kids with, dealing with the same issues that they had when they were younger and because i knew them growing up yeah i'm like well i mean you know you kind of went through that yourself yeah. <laughs> like you know <laughs> you actually kind of dealt with that and like you really gonna respond just like your mom? Mm. You really gonna respond just like your dad? Like you, you, you do remember how high school was for us when your parents <laughs> funded like that, right? And people are so clueless, and like, and, and I don't blame them because parenting is so fucking hard. Yeah, it's not like you get a redo. Man, no, you don't get a redo. <laughs> you don't. And then you, then you can, you can try to do everything the right way, and it's still like it's like it's like making a cake and you did everything right, and yeah. then you open the oven and you be like. Damn. What the hell happened? What the hell happened? I did everything right. I what, followed it what, to the T. Look, what the hell happened? Um, all right, let's play part number two. All right, so we're gonna play. We're gonna play the lady here. Uh oh, it's about to get good. Yeah, man. So we, because I, because I have a question. I, I have a question Uh-oh. for the community. Uh oh. And, and, and I, and I think this is where we're gonna spend a lot of the season at. I really, really do. Okay. Um. All right. So this is gonna be Cynthia G. Oh gosh! Uh, ne- never heard of her. Um, if this podcast or when this podcast takes off, she's definitely going to accuse us of clout chasing. Thank but you. Here we go. But see, the thing is, your daddy has been listening to me. When you listen to your daddy talk, you actually hearing me when your daddy talks. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing that, that they don't understand. It's like we know as women. We know we know a man who's in the LGBTQ community and who ain't. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna stop it there. So she's talking about Kevin Samuel. Now she did two things there that that I find I find funny because I, I I don't take offense in anything okay anymore because again right we're, we're gonna go back I fucking hate quoting fucking Jordan Peterson but <laughs> there's no thinking without offense okay right? so this is an opportunity to think okay all right this lady said that Kevin Samuel is is men daddy right so okay. so she's using daddy disparagingly. Yeah. All right. So that's issue number one. The fact that she said daddy. Yeah. You know, like, like she's using, like, like everyone needs fucking dads, man. Like, and look, if, you, if you don't, if you look, if you don't have dads or if you're not being a dad, um, reach out to your father if he's still alive uh-huh. and, and, and forgive him, Absolutely. you know, for whatever mistakes he made. Absolutely. And if you are a dad and you haven't been as active as you could be, you know, hey, look, there, there's a Chinese proverb. I love this proverb to death. It says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. 
Mm. The second best time to plant a tree right is right now. Absolutely. Right. So, so if you are a, a, a piss poor dad, this is this is the second best opportunity, guys. Absolutely. It's today. Right? Absolutely. But so, but we just heard two two different opinions uh-huh. from two people in the same goddamn community. Absolutely. Right. Like two people from the diaspora. Uh huh. Two people who who proclaim that their platform is like Cynthia says that her platform is if men were these alpha men that they proclaim to to be, mm-hmm. then women would be the submissive women mm. that men want. That's her platform. Uh-huh. Kevin's platform is like if women want men that are successful, then women should be submissive. Submissive. All right. If then statements never work. And that's what this podcast is about <laughs> being your best self, right? I'm gonna be my best self. Absolutely. If I meet somebody that's not their best self, then that's not on me. Absolutely. That's on them. I present as much as I, I that I have because me expecting something back is a scarcity mindset. Me being able to provide is a wealth mindset. That's an abundance mindset. Mm. You have to create it before you ever get the wealth. You got to create the mindset of of wealthy. Mm-hmm. All right, because if Absolutely. because if not, if you have the scarcity mindset, you'll make like our boy, evidently Stephen A, eight ten million dollars a year, and you'll live right into it. Yeah, but if but but if you want to provide for future generations, you know that a lot of this needs to be kept back. A lot of my life needs to be simpler. Mm-hmm. So and I, and I always I, you know I, I have three types of love that that I see with people. Okay, you know and I the first love is the lustful love. Mm. You know, and, and the <laughs> lustful love is whether you want the orgasm of the mind, the orgasm of the body, or the orgasm of your emotions, right? Mm. Make me feel good. Ha, pleasure, <laughs> right? That's all I want. I want pleasure, right? Fuck reward, okay? Right? You're just after pleasure, right? You're going after the high. Absolutely. And then you have what I call a political love, right? Uh-huh. Quid pro quo. That, that's the if then. If you're this. <laughs> Then I'll provide this. Absolutely. All right? That's a political love. That's not going to last because at some point, one of us can lose the upper hand. That's what y'all was doing at 20. Yeah. like if, <laughs> And if one of us lose the upper hand, that means that the other person is going to fall out of love. This is why marriages, when, when one person lose a job mm-hmm. or they go through a financial you know, hardship, divorce is the first answer because it was Absolutely. a political love. Absolutely. And then you have the fulfilling love. And a fulfilling love is everything that I have I can give away and I can go and I can go and get more. Mm. Right. That's a fulfilling love. Yeah. Like I'll come and take care of others. That's from your creator. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's that idea that your creator said, you know what? I'm going to keep pouring into you. But some of us, we carry so much trauma around, right? We got our arms full uh, baggage of, of nothing but baggage that you can't even, nobody can even put a blessing in your hand. Y'all, y'all ain't ready for my message today. I need somebody to say preach. I need somebody to say preach, Pastor. Mike, think he a pastor. I mean, but I'm telling you, like, so in, it's like nobody wants the fulfilling love. So when you, so when we listen to Cynthia G, it's the political love. Absolutely. When we talk to Kevin Samuels, it's the lustful love. Guys, Absolutely. you have to be a whole person. When you a whole person and you and you bring your whole self to somebody and they didn't deserve it, it makes it easy to walk away. And you ain't got to walk away and say, you know what? That's why you lost me. No, you can walk away and say, you know what? I hope you grow. And if you grow and I'm still available, man, I'll, I'll forgive you. I'll still rock with you. Yeah. You know, but but we but we're in this society where I either I either I got to tell you off so I can feel better mm. or I need you to tell me something to make me feel better because I just don't have it in myself because I'm empty. 
Mm. I've ran low. Guys, you got like I look, I get it. Traumas, you know, we all hear that. Yep. Healing, you know, have you heal, bring your best self. Look, I'll I, I hear you, but I also see you. Yeah. And and if you can't if you can't love your fucking enemy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you gotta tell your enemy off, or if you even gotta dismiss your enemy, if you can't have compassion from that person, mm-hmm. you're you're not in the strength of your creator. Mm. You're absolutely 100% not. But we went through all that to come to this question. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Come to this question. I'm wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. (laughs) Is the battle of the sexes between black men and women. Oh, gosh. Is it nuclear right now? Or is this simmering? Mm. So are we? Okay. So this is a great question. um, Because you asking can it get worse basically can it get like, like is this the worst of it or can this shit get worse i think it can get worse i i because i because because i am i really I, do i am a little bit a little bit afraid considering the state of my country right like the america isn't it they literally tried to overthrow the country on january 6th guy that that look Them i don't think it's getting probation we're by the way. in the diaspora in a in a nation that was like you know what we don't like y'all being free. Bruh. Like, the last thing we need is, is for this country to turn on its head, and we're not together, together as a community. The reason why I say it getting worse, I mean, I do believe, you know what? Um, We had a discussion, me and my one of my friend groups, uh, and we was all in public, and we was having a discussion of, and we don't have to get into this today, but we had a discussion on, is the average man who the average man makes 42K, is it good enough for black women? And Mike knows this whole backstory. And uh, it was me and one other guy who were black men. It was two black women and one Puerto Rican woman. Um, the reason why I'm stating that is because one of the women said no. She's the Puerto Rican woman who also doubles as my wife. <laughs> All right. The two black women said, yeah, it is good enough. Um, and the two black men was like, y'all two are lying. So that was the basis of it. The reason why I'm telling you that is because we had a long dialogue. Yeah. And I told them, I said, the problem I have right now is not enough people was having this dialogue. So I wonder how often are black men and women sitting down and saying, yo, this is my issue. This is why I have I feel this way. Um, and how many, you know, and vice versa. How many black women are saying that to black men? How many black men are saying that to black women? Because I live by the motto of, or not even live by the motto, what I'm starting to pick up as I get older and I meet a lot more women at different ages and things of that nature. Um, we're getting to this point where it's like black men are like, yo, if I'm not sleeping with you, if I'm not related to you, I don't have time to deal with your issues. And I'm cool with going, I'm cool with moving on in a whole other direction because I don't have time to hear you fuss, to hear you complain, to hear you, like Kevin Samuel said, men, and I've learned this as I got older, men do love dealing with women, whether they are sleeping with them, whether they're trying to date them or marry them. They love dealing with women who are nice. Just like women like dealing with men that are gentlemen. We all have lapses where it's like, yo, she's, but here's the thing. A man never says, yo, she's just an asshole and I want to be her friend. It never fucking no. happens. And it's not. And I understand where black women come from. It's like, yo, I'm not your mom. I'm not here to kiss your ass and all this. But here's cool, the confusion. But you got to be nice. Here, here's the confusion, though. Men tolerate more based upon what a woman looks like. Mm-hmm. Right? Like men, men okay. will tolerate more. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, so, absolutely. If a, so if a woman is a, a nine or ten, I'm talking about a real nine or ten. Yeah. Not I'm, this. Not, I'm not talking about 
you know, just a cute woman that, that has a nice body. I'm talking about like an absolute 9 or 10. A 9 or 10 is if I can drop you off anywhere in the world, you're going to stand out. You're going to stand out. Yeah, you're going to yeah, be that you're, you're 9 to 10. You're going to be beautiful. Yeah. All right. And men will men will tolerate a lot mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. You know, but that's not the norm. And and, 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 and men, like, I know that the way a woman treats a baller, right? Yeah. You know, I'm talking about somebody. And when I say baller, I'm not talking about men that are 35 plus because that's when you start coming into your money. Men don't yeah. make money until they're in their 40s. Well, good <laughs> good thing I got something to look forward to. Yeah, like they, they really, really don't. But <laughs> but when we talk about ballers, we're talking about, you know, guys who are 21 to 35 yeah. that are seven, eight figures, right? Yeah, they make actual real money. Men, men know that the way that he's treated is I'm not, not the it. expectation for myself. You only got to date one of them girls to realize, like, ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So you know, so so the question, the question asked is, you know, do women understand that the way that a nine or ten is responded to is going to be different than the way that anybody that's not a, a nine or ten <laughs> is responded to? Right, like, that's a, that's a legit question, and that's a question for another podcast. Yeah. But it's just just interjecting into this, you know, this idealism of what we think or how we think relationships should go which is why we have to get out of this political love because mm. that political love is always it's always disappointment in the end because it's it's quid pro quo right mm. you do for me i, I do, do for you right yep. i spend this money you act this way i take you here you give me this and that shit don't work and it doesn't work it does because at some point something is going to run out right yeah. either she's going to age out yeah or you're going to run out of money Absolutely. You know, so one of those two things are going to happen. What come first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when, when we're talking about a fulfilling love, it's like, you know what? I'm pouring in you regardless, which which makes which takes me back to what? Yeah, men should come out of a, a level of abundance. Absolutely. You, you do need to get to the point to where you can hire people. Yeah. You do need to have buildings. You do need to have access to capital, access to network and to be able to take care of your home and other homes if needed. Absolutely. So men do have to get to that point, but we one of the things we have to realize is we have to build this wealth mindset first. We have to get out of the scarcity mindset and we got to stop we got to stop with the lustful love mm-hmm. and we got to stop with the political love. And and you got to really decide that I want to love a woman. Yeah. You know, because it, when you decide I really want I want to love a woman, which means that no matter how she acts, I'm yeah. a lover. Don't mean that you have to stay there, right? Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not telling dudes to go out here and let a woman abuse you, beat on you, cheat on you, spend all your money. We ain't talking <laughs> about that. But but it's saying that you know what? If, if she if she does mess up and, and and if she does not want to change, yeah. When I decide to walk away, there is no hard feelings on my part. Absolutely. I I, I don't have to have my I, myself don't have to be destroyed because of what she did to me. And we see a lot of men that get out of relationships, right? Yeah. You know, we, we talked about it early in the podcast. Married couples, 18, 29, women out cheat, out cheat men. Yeah. Those men probably leaving those relationships. Absolutely. Scorned. Yeah. Scarred. Hurt. Bitter. Hurt. <laughs> they're not, that's not, they're really not going to be great men for somebody else until they understand how to deal with that hurt. Absolutely. Right. And I, I get tired of calling it trauma because, again, everything that's a buzzword, nobody's doing it. Mm. Like everybody's talking about therapy. Ain't nobody going to fucking therapy. <laughs> everybody talking about trauma. Ain't nobody talking about trauma. What, what people are saying is, I, I want your best self. Absolutely. Right? That's what people are saying, which, again, it goes back to political love. It's selfish. Absolutely. We have to stop being selfish. But to the question of the day, is this getting worse? Or like, or, or, or is this the worst? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of feel like this is getting worse, which is 
where our podcast comes in. Yeah, because uh, and I'm gonna tell you why this. And before we go to the uh, to the post of the week, the reason why I feel like it, man, we are finally in a generation where F boy encouraging F boy encouragement music is popping. Yes, and it's coming from the ladies, and that is nothing but what you call political love. Yeah, times ten. Um, I encourage all women. I know, you know, um, I w- I went in about Lauren Hill last week. You know, what I'm saying making jokes, but um, they're not making music no more like that. You no. know, what I'm saying you got Rhapsody out here. You got a few other ladies that's talking, but every other rapper that's out there. I'm I encourage. I I say this all the time, and I um I enjoy this music, so don't get it twisted. When whenever somebody put the clamps to Meg to Cardi to Bia to uh to Sweetie to who else whoever else is out there to Doja Cat whenever somebody put the clamps to those ladies and say all right rap about something other than mon- money your pussy your sucking dick then you are gonna really get it, the music is gonna get turned off you know um these apps these executives these people they're gonna stop playing your shit you know what I'm saying. Because it's not toxic enough. It's not toxic enough. And what that does is, and I'm not even mad at the ladies who make the music. Y'all make the music. Um, it's cool. I listen to the shit. I think it's fucking funny, to be 100% correct. Um, to be 100% fair, excuse me. However, what I do understand is it encourages F-boys to be toxic. Well, it, it enjoyed, you know, the reason why we have the, the simp post of the week that we missed last week. Mm-hmm. But, no, it, it, it what it encourages is it encourages men to lead with their wallets mm-hmm. instead of men leading with their masculinity. Absolutely. Like, cause there is no such thing as toxic masculinity. It's a lack of masculinity. Mm. Like anytime you, you see a man being toxic, that, that like you sometimes, like I can have a conversation <laughs> with somebody and I can immediately tell you what their relationship is with their father. Mm. Oh, you know absolutely. I, I can tell immediately what their relationship absolutely. is with their father. Because there's, there's a response that you get from people that were raised holy yeah. And I'm not that's holy with a W, W H. Yeah. <laughs> and people that was raised, you know, without that. Yeah. And 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 it's no knock on anybody. Yeah. It's just a reflection, right? Like if you if you have a four cylinder car, yeah. it's not a knock on the four cylinder car yeah. that it can't run like a V eight. That's no yeah. knock on it. Absolutely. Right. It's still gonna get you to where it's going. And it's better on gas. Absolutely. You know, so so it's like there's no there's no knock on it. But here's the thing. We 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 have four cylinders running around like they're V eights, mm. right? And they look like V eights. <laughs> Right, they look like V8s. They sound like V8s. They got them V8 mufflers. <laughs> but then when it comes when it comes down to, to to brain and brawn, uh-huh. they're they're lacking absolutely because they don't have the compassion. They don't have they don't they don't have the wherewithal to to self reflect absolutely. So what they do is they lash out, mm. you know, and they sassy. Ap- <laughs> like that's what it that that's what it is. Y'all know what it is. All right, man. So we got the simp post of the week. We forgot it last week. All right, so this simp post is from Maserati Maine. He says a relationship should be 50-50. Okay. I book the flights and hotel. Okay. You bring your ID, lip gloss, and post my arm on your your story. Now, here's the thing. He was doing well until he said post my arm on your Instagram story. Because everybody, because the running joke is, is that when women are showing these trips, yeah, that there's some man paying for it, Absolutely. and she don't want no one to know about. So you that see man his arm because he is a he's he's a simp, he's a sugar daddy. He's a sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah. And, and and here's a dude that's co-signing that, that. sort of behavior, right? And, and, <sighs> like don't 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 like we're not going on the trip because you're valuable to me. We're not no. going because you're important to me. Yeah, I I'm objectifying you. 
Absolutely. I'm controlling you. Absolutely. Yeah, and here's the thing. Look, men, absolutely, 100%. Like, when, when, when shit was good, I would tell anybody, wherever I was at, you can come visit me. But mm-hmm. I wasn't buying a plane ticket. You had to be vested. That you had was, to have skin in the game. Let me tell y'all something. I didn't know he was going to go there. But that was Mike's rule. He was like, yo, I tell him, you get here, you good. You get here, you good. And I was like, huh? He's like, you understand when you get older. <laughs> you got to have skin in the game. Because, because if you think everything is free, it's easy for you to have a bad time. Absolutely. This is, this is why people that, that grind to make money, mm-hmm. they, they create generational wealth. And people that win the lottery... Yeah, they blow it. They blow it. They have right? fun. They have no skin in the game. So yeah, like so. So again, the the post was you literally co-sign what's toxic. Absolutely. So that is the simp post of the week. Maserati main do Be- better, man. Before we absolutely, but before we uh, get up out of here, you have to explain explain what simping is. Okay. Um, and the reason why, because me and my wife was listening to the podcast. And we was talking about the simp post of the week from uh, episode one. And me and her had a debate. Not a debate. I told her. She told me what simping was. And she said, I believe you guys should talk about what simp, what a simp is. Because she believes that women have a different definition. And she said, so I think y'all should clarify. So going forward, you know people what? will know. Solid fucking point. And, and, and so, <laughs> so here's the thing. When men use the term simping, uh-huh. they're not talking about women. Mm-hmm. They're not referring to women. Absolutely. The term isn't meant for women. Consumption. Absolutely. We are directing this towards a man. A man. So a man knows when he's fucking simping. Absolutely. So what happens is that man, being a simp, goes and elicits sympathy yeah. <laughs> from an audience that he knows will be sympathetic to his cause. Absolutely. And now we're creating this big thing about what the hell is man. Simping has been around since I was in elementary school. Absolutely. Like it, it comes from it <laughs> comes from the word simpleton. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like well, simple simpleton. But it's like so. So this isn't a new word. No. But but, but the thing is, is that simps because because you know, Doctor Chapman told us what our love languages are, <laughs> and there's a huge segment of the populations whose love language is words of affirmation. And they and, and, and social media has proven this, right? Bruh. People will do anything for fucking likes from strangers. Bruh. Bruh. And they don't get paid a dime for a fucking like, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. So 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 here's the thing. Simping has exposed it because people who has that 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 word of affirmation love language, see, before you would have to go out and be a gentleman. You would actually mm. have to do something mm-hmm. in order to in order for someone to fulfill that need. Now you can actually just be controversial, right? Absolutely. And, and and you don't mind throwing your brothers under the bus if it means that women are nice to you. Absolutely. And so what simping is, <laughs> ladies, when we talk about simp post of the week, this is this is this is for men. Absolutely. It's like because we're talking about men. You would never see us post a simp post of the week from a woman. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and so just to break it all the way down, it's for the dude who's kissing ass. For somebody to pat him on the back and that's say that it was to pat good. him on the back because you're not getting any booty from it. Nah, the, the chicks don't like the simps. chicks. The chicks do not like simping. Never they, at all. Look, they will they will, they will sit around and use you for drinks and use you for laughs and for food. And for women food. love to be fed, but they are not going home. They're not the going simps. home with you. And then you know what what happens with um, dudes like bruh Maserati, whatever your name is, that type of simping. It gets you on that trip, and when you take that shorty on that trip, and she don't give you no ass, you be ready to put your hands on. Yeah, you ready to put your and you ready to overreact you, because you you don't you have no life skills. Yeah, you you don't know, and nothing was funnier than when I when I was younger, 
And I was working at a luxury hotel and all the women used to always say, you get impressed by the first athlete, right? Because he hollers you yeah. and he's trying to find the easiest way to smash, right? Yep. Um, she said, and I used to, oh, it was multiple girls. They said, by the time you meet the third or fourth one, you realize they cornballs and they don't have life skills. Like they make a shit ton of money because they do whatever. Yeah. But they, they are literally. They a genetic lottery. They just corny. Yep. And, and so some of y'all ain't six six can dribble a basketball, yes. right? So y'all, you know, you're shorter, you don't have the best job, you're not making t- tens of millions of dollars a year playing ball, and you simping because I got to make it up from somewhere else. Yeah. And then you still ain't cashing in and, because these chicks don't like you. And, and here's the thing. We're, we're not saying don't be nice to women. Absolutely. Any, be nice. Anyone that knows me knows that like one of the things that I preach is making sure that you protect and provide. Absolutely. Right? And, and, and like protecting and providing isn't, you know, you got a gun out. Yeah. And she has a place to stay. You know, like, you know, can you protect her heart? Yeah. Can you protect her emotions? When 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 her family, probably her mom, yeah. is, 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 is going in on her, can you come in there and protect her heart? Yeah. You know, from that hurt. Yeah. You know, can you provide for her emotional? Can you provide for her mental? There's a lot to being a man. Again, mostly what we deal with when we deal with, with shitty men is a lack of masculinity. Absolutely. So what we're asking the community is to say is like, hey, man. I need you to become a whole man. Absolutely. And, but but guys know what simping is. So to, to to your wife's question, you know, can we provide a definition for it? Men know when they're fucking simping. They do. They hate when they get called out on it. But, but what simping is is just basically leading with your wallet. Absolutely. Instead of being a cool guy. Instead of being a cool guy. Hey, man, I want to thank everybody for listening. Hold on, I'm going to do this for Mike, man, before we get up out of here, man. I want to thank everybody. Oh, 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 oh. Look, man, uh, for those who don't know, I still got to get back to Brazil so I can take a picture on these steps. Um, nothing was more amazing than being in Brazil. And they letting you know, yo, you can go visit them steps. But when that sun started to go down, get your ass out of Dodge, nigga. Hold on. I want to see. I want to see Pharrell in a versus battle. Um, who? I, I, we didn't see it too many times. It got to be Timberland. You got to do it versus, you got to do Virginia versus Virginia. It got to be hosted by Teddy Riley since he brought both of them up. Um, Because they the only two people that can go in multiple genres. Like they got pop hits. They both got a Justin catalog that they can put up against each other. You know what I'm saying? I would love to hear the Timbaland versus Pharrell Justin. Yeah, because you're going to get Justified, which was Justin still doing pop, but dipping in. And then you're going to get the last, you're going to get Sex Love, uh, Future Love Sound, whatever that shit was called. <laughs> Plus a uh, 2020 experience with Timbaland. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, man. Anyway, we want to thank y'all for listening. Make sure you share, like, hop on the Facebook page. And Mike, what you supposed to say? I don't even remember. Just supposed to say, holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>